Welcome to Alabama AgCast, a weekly conversation about news and issues affecting Alabama farmers and forest landowners. Alabama AgCast is produced by the Alabama Farmers Federation. Hello and welcome to this week's Alabama AgCast. I'm your host, Mike Moody. With the AgCast today, we've actually gone on the road. We're in Chambers County and we're visiting with Rachel Snotty. Rachel is the Chambers County Extension Coordinator. Rachel, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you? I am just great. It's a it's a great day. We've just finished a great event that we're about to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this event was a ribbon cutting to open the doors to the Chambers County Community Health and Wellness Center. Rachel, what is this Health and Wellness Center? Well, this is a um, rural health initiative project between several partners, including Auburn University and Extension, as well as community partners here in Chambers County. Um, We saw a need for an increase of health access in this part of our rural county. And um, so this Health and Wellness Center came out of um, some discoveries of some telehealth medicine resources and um, this vacant previous health center itself it used to be a clinic Um, and so we are we have clinic space for Auburn University faculty and students to come out and provide some health care to our citizens here in addition to the on-med care station which is a telehealth care station. Wow, what what a blessing to this community it's going to be when this thing is really getting kicked off or, or really moving forward. Uh, I can imagine it took quite a bit to get to this ribbon cutting point. How did we get here? Right, so we've been working on this project for about three years. Um, University Outreach discovered the OnMed care station technology and tried to figure out where and how it could be used in Alabama. and they reached out to Extension, since Extension has offices in all 67 counties, um, to try to figure out where was there a need for additional healthcare access, um, and where was there a, a good partnership um, established already with community members so that we would have that support system um, in, in place to put this. And they also considered proximity to university, because our vision is to use university resources, faculty, students, um, to come out as well as use the telehealth station. And it's, it, we're very close to Auburn University. Right. We're about 30 minutes north of Auburn University, um, and so it's very convenient for uh, those commun- those campus resources to come out and, and serve our citizens here. That is wonderful. It'll be a, a great teaching tool for the med students, but also, uh, like I said, a blessing to the community right. uh, itself. So y'all just snapped your fingers and this just happened. Is that, is that how it is? Absolutely. See, I, I just knew it. I had a feeling that it was going to be like that. Well, in, in actuality, how did uh, all of this come together uh, from uh, fundraising or from uh, giving? Right, so we, um, I helped establish some community uh, partnership here in the county um, since Auburn reached out to Extension, like I said, um, and I kind of connected our little community committee um, to kind of figure out where can we put this thing and uh, what, what facilities we have in the community already that we could use. Um, and that's how we found the site that used to be a health clinic that was vacated several years ago. Um, and we had a lot, a lot of Zoom meetings as we've all become familiar with in the past few years. Um, one of the reasons that they chose Chambers County was because we are 
high in a lot of health concerns. We have high obesity, hypertension. We had um, we hit, got hit very hard by the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of COVID mortality rates, um, and so we made sure that we took all that into consideration about what kind of services we wanted to provide here um, at the health center and. That's where those faculty and students will come in. Um, and so we, we had meetings with our community group. We had meetings with faculty um, on campus to figure out what their thoughts were about having students come off campus to do clinics and rotations. Um, and then we also wanted to make sure we were plugged into the community here in Lafette and Chambers County. Um, so we attended a lot of community events at civic meetings um, to let them know, hey, this is some technology we're aware of and we're bringing it here to you guys and we want you to use it. Um, And so that was really key is making sure that the public was aware and involved and we also had a needs assessment that we um, got the public to fill out so we could make sure we knew what they really wanted for their health care. So we've been doing that all the past three years so that we, when we were able to finally open, because this building Part of the reason it took so long was it needed some uh, renovations, Um, and so we had to do all of that. Um, Of course, that included funding sources that we had to reach out to, um, which thankfully the county commission uh, had a grant from ADECA that they were able to use for a big portion of the renovation and uh, some COVID supplies. Um, And then we also had funding um, that we we received from Alpha mm-hmm. and from Blue Cross Blue Shield um, and of course the University Provost Office. Um, so all of that came uh, together, thankfully, um, to allow us to make this happen for our community. And this is the very first one in the state of Alabama, is that correct? Well, um, this is the very first center like this in the state of Alabama. Um, there is an on-med care station on the Tuskegee campus. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It doesn't have those additional resources like we are planning to have here. With well, it'll have. You'll have uh, uh, med students coming in, and you'll have staff actually. Yeah, well, we have it. staff here, but we also mainly the additional health resources will be from the students and faculty in nursing, pharmacy, kinesiology, speech and hearing, um, human sciences, and so uh, and possibly more. Like we're open to a lot of different partnerships um, from whatever department wants to come up here and offer resources for our citizens. Mm-hmm. I know you met with the community to kind of get a feel for what their needs were. How are you promoting this within the community? Well, um, we have had actually a lot of media attention. um, And we, of course, use social media. Um, We are still out at those community events, um, even though the center is open now. And we did a a lot of that in preparation for the opening. But we are still going out and plan to continue that throughout the next several years, just to make sure the community remembers, hey, this is here and these are the things that we can do here and um, we'll have various events going on where they can come in and get different screenings and um, maybe vaccinations and so we have to keep promoting that at those community events to make sure that the public knows hey we're having these days that you can come out and and I'm I'm sure a word of mouth is going to spread like like oh yes we've had a lot of a lot of shares on social media thankfully because that's how a lot of people around here communicate Um, but we're also like going into the churches and delivering flyers and hanging things up around town and um, sending it through a lot of other community groups that are helping promote with us um, Mm -hmm. because everybody's been really excited about this um, service for our county and they've all been eager to help spread the word, thankfully. Let's take a break from this conversation and talk to one of our good friends down at Alabama Ag Credit. Ben Elliott, how are you doing today? Doing great, Mike. How about you? Great. Well, tell us about Alabama Ag Credit. 
Well, Mike, Alabama Ag Credit, as most people know, has been been around for over 100 years and always been committed to agriculture. So we hope everybody that's out there that, that needs a place in the country always looks to us for those needs. All of our farmers, whether it be row crop, cattle, or equipment, we'd love to help out with everything. And and also reminding everybody about what makes us unique as a cooperative that we do give back to our borrowers in the form of a patronage. And that's just money going back to our borrowers, the help in their operations. And that historically has been up to 1%, which just lowers that cost of doing of, of borrowing that money and also shows Alabama Ag Credit's commitment to agriculture by, by making it easier to afford land and be a part of that community. Well, that sounds like a noble cause. Uh, if, if people are interested in this, how can they find out more? They can definitely call the office at 334-270-8686 or visit our website, alabamaagcredit.com, to find an office near them. All right. Thanks so much. Uh, you were talking about some of the screening, some of the processes. What are some of the different processes or screenings that are going to take place? Um, so pharmacy and nursing will both, um, university pharmacy and nursing will both be able to do various vaccination clinics. Um, like today, they are doing some COVID vaccinations, but we'll also have like um, HPV or flu or um, PDAP. Um, several different vaccinations we'll be able to have here um, various times of the year. Um, then we'll also have, we have a lot of nutrition um, and dietitian students who will be coming out to do maybe um, here some things, some consultations. So like telling you, oh, you have this health concern, maybe you have diabetes, and here are some ways that you can help manage your diabetes with your diet. Um, and we can have, we'll have kinesiology out here to talk about like maybe exercise programs. They'll help you check your BMI. Um, and tell you what you can do to help uh, improve your BMI. Um, and then we'll also have, we hope to have some mental health counseling days um, from students at Auburn to come out because we know mental health is a big issue in our um, county. And so we want to make sure we provide some, some counseling days where people can have that resource. Um, but like I said, we're open to more departments coming out and, and doing more things. And are these free to the community? Or yeah, right? so most of them, most if not all, will be free. Um, oh, and speech and hearing. They, we have a hearing booth here at the center, and so um, people will be able to come out and have hearing screenings as well, um, and as well as some, potentially some speech therapy if needed. Well, not technically the first, but definitely the first at this level. Yes. I, there's so much activity going on in this one building. Right, um, and that was, you know, that's, the vision has grown so much because once we got this space and saw all of the, because like, it was previous clinics, so they had all these clinic rooms, uh, we saw the potential of, oh, it doesn't have to be just this on the care station and telehealth services. It can be a teaching tool for the university as well as community resources because we have all this space that we can have clinics set up and we have exam rooms. Um, another big thing that we have in Chambers County is we have high cervical cancer rates. Um, and so we're in discussion with not only East Alabama Health, but also UAB uh, to potentially do some uh, cervical cancer screenings. What I'm hearing is you're not just opening the doors and saying, here are our services. You're actually continuing to reach out to the community and find needs and try to meet those needs for the, for the community. And that's, that's very commendable to do that. Thank you. Absolutely. We, we feel that's necessary because there have been universities all across the country who have set up rural clinics, but they are, they're missing the community engagement piece, 
where they're actually getting feedback from the community. And I'm not just saying this, we have gone to speak about this project at um, some conferences recently, and that's the feedback we've gotten from nursing and doctors um, at these clinics who've said, you know, we established this clinic, but we're missing that community engagement. We're not getting that feedback. We aren't um, taking into consideration uh, what the community actually wants and needs. Well, uh, m- many of the listeners of our podcast are going to be uh, members of the Farmers Federation. And so as a member, uh, I'm just so proud that Alpha is, is playing a part in helping with this wonderful outreach and and helping with uh, Chambers County and uh, meeting the needs of the community, which uh, you have a healthier community uh, and then you have a healthier state. It just it just goes hand in hand. Right, right. And we are so appreciative of Alpha's support as well. Um, and we hope to recreate this sort of model across the state so we can help more rural areas um, and be that, that resource for rural Alabama. Well, you got a little bit ahead of my next question, but that's okay. <laughs> I was just going to ask, uh, let's look down the road, let's mm-hmm. look forward. What is the vision of, of this type of center? So we we want to replicate um, what we've done here. So we know the OnMed Care Station um, provides a lot of resources itself, but we we know that there's potential for more than that um, across Alabama. The OnMed Telehealth Station is um, amazing technology. Um, you do feel like you're kind of in the room with the clinician uh, because it has a very large screen in there, so it's better than just when you're on your phone doing telehealth. Um, but it also has a blood pressure cuff in there. It has a scale in there to check your weight. It has um, infrared to check your temperature, but also to check if you have infection. Um, like the screen will turn white around your nose if you have a sinus infection. Um, it's kind of amazing. Um, and then they also have a, a stethoscope and an HD camera. They can descend from the ceiling um, at, if needed um, to check out if you have like a skin rash they need to look really closely at or look down your throat if you might have strep. Um, so it's really amazing technology. And it's something that I think so many areas of Alabama need, um, especially in counties where they no longer have any kind of hospital or doctor's office or anything anymore. We, we have several counties like that. Um, and so this is something that we could easily set up in multiple counties across the state. And uh, OnMed is the is the company who developed the actual technology of the the box, the box <laughs> that's yes. in here and stuff. And uh, it, has it been easy to work with them? Yes, they've been so wonderful, and we've actually provided um, feedback to them. Uh, our some members of our team have weekly meetings with them um, to kind of go over. All right, how is this working out? Um, what issues are we having? What has been the feedback of the people who've used this, the care station so far? Um, and so it's been really great working with them because they are open to that feedback because they're they're a startup there are four of these on medicare stations in the whole country oh my goodness i didn't know that yes and so it's amazing that we have now two and in now alabama right here in alabama two <laughs> right. in alabama um and so they have been awesome to work with because they know that they're learning too i mean this is new stuff um and they're also looking at additional technology to add to these units um, that would provide even more health services than what's already in there. And so it's, the potential is amazing. Wow, that's uh, I, I did not realize yeah. that they were that new. That's that's wonderful that we're, I feel like we're on the ground floor of we something are. great. Right, we are. As we wrap up, Rachel, I also want to thank you. You are an extension coordinator, mm-hmm. and you know Alpha loves extension. Oh, yeah. And, and extension loves Alpha. loves Alpha, I know. We work together all the time. Is this a vision that you had or just a project that you thought, hey, does anybody want to do this? Or it seems almost 
from a farmer standpoint, this is kind of outside of that normal realm of extension. So uh, it's it's a little unusual. Isn't it, it is a little unusual because people do think of extension as strictly ag. Um, but, you know, we have a lot more program areas than just ag, and one of them is community development in general. Um, and so our state's um, leaders in extension, uh, they're the ones who met with outreach um, to, to kind of figure out how we could make this happen. And this is a community development project. I mean, we're helping our community. Our One of our goals is to improve lives and, and make there are communities better um, and a lot of times that is through education um, our programs that we do in extension but it's also projects that could be like this um, where we're helping the community have an additional resource in this case it's a health resource um, and we do have some extension agents who teach like about nutrition or diabetes management um, and so we we touch on some of those things um, but this is a lot bigger than we've done in the past, um, which is exciting, though. And I do hope when we do, because I'm going to say when, not if, um, expand and have more of these across the state, um, that extension will be a key partner in all of those counties um, because we have those community partnerships and we know who to reach out to and who to get involved. Yeah, extension is boots on the ground in right. every county. Exactly. So all 67. That, that, that gives you the automatic first few steps to, mm -hmm. to make those connections and everything. So, well, Rachel, thank you so much for sitting down with me today and, and telling about this great project. And I just hope everyone listening is proud that Alpha had a small part in this to, to help out. But anyone in Chambers County, tell them about this program, right? Would you, I mean, that, that's what we want. We want yes. the word out, right? We want people to use this and um, come for all of your health needs. The telehealth station itself or the care station um, can see children as young as two years old all the way up until you're 107 we'll say okay. um, and so wheel on we can, in there. come on in here <laughs> and um, you know you can come use it for just about any kind of health concern obviously it can do x-rays and, and things like that but um, it can do a lot and they can also do referrals and call in your pharmacy um, for your prescriptions and so it's a really a great service how do we find information about this? So the um, Auburn University Outreach Rural Health. Um, so if you Google that, it'll pop up. It's the well, I'll, I'll make sure I put a link in our show notes. Yes, then I can give you the link. Yes, That would be great because, <laughs> you know, Googling, you don't know where you're going No, that's true. I shouldn't say that. But yeah, but it's under the University Outreach page. All right. Well, we'll make sure we put a link in that. Rachel Snotty, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. And now, your weekly Ag Cash Wrap-Up. In the wrap-up today, good news for Alabama farmers as a judge freezes the waters of the U.S. rule. Alabama farmers applaud a U.S. District Court decision to halt the 2023 Waters of the U.S. or WOTUS rule in 24 states. The April 12th ruling out of North Dakota follows a March 20th court decision that stopped implementation in Texas and Idaho. Alabama Farmers Federation's Mitt Walker thanked Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall for bringing the suit against the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Marshall and fellow attorneys general filed the suit on February 21st. We appreciate Attorney General Marshall for taking action against the federal government's blatant regulatory overreach, said Walker, the Federation's Governmental and Agriculture Program's Department Director. He went on to say, This ruling is a win in our fight for clear, concise rules based on knowledge that farmers and landowners are wise stewards of the land. Alabama AgCast is sponsored by our friends at Alabama AgCredit. Give them a call for all your farm and land financing needs. 
For more information about today's conversation, check out the show notes or visit alphafarmers.org slash agcast. Be sure to follow Alabama Farmers Federation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in next week for another timely conversation from Alabama AgCast.